Podcast. This is your boy Mel P. Check it out. It's the podcast gears in the rear. It's where we're going to touch on the muscle cars. We're going to touch on the exotic cars. We're going to touch on the foreign cars. We're going to touch on the true expensive cars and how to make your car look expensive on the dime. Yo, check this out. One, two, one, two. It's your boy Mel P. Coming to you live and direct on the podcast gears in the rear. And we're talking Volkswagen. But check this out. He has converted you guys. We have a Volkswagen V-Dub guy who's converted to Chevy. Y'all know what it is. He's going with the LS. He's swapping out to something big and better so he can have more juice. He's done playing with the golf carts. He's trying to move up and get into some trucks and get into some big boy material. Yeah, finally I'm up to the correct amount of cylinders. (laughs) (laughs) You're done with the four-cylinder time to get on the six, huh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. So give me, you know, talk, talk to me a little bit about yourself, man. Tell me a little bit about your background. Well, uh, my name's Casey Rourke. I'm from Malala, Oregon. I'm originally uh, from and grew up in Gladstone. Uh-oh, big farm boy. Y'all know it. <laughs> I look I look it. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I when I was younger, I was just obsessed over Volkswagens. And um, I had Volkswagens. And because I had Volkswagens, I, that's, I just went and applied at a dealership. I went and applied at Armstrong Volkswagen in Gladstone. I didn't have any expertise. I didn't have anything to offer other than I was like a body that liked, wow. you know, I liked the, I liked Volkswagen and that's where I wanted to work. I was just decided that that's what I was going to do. So I got hired at the parts department there and, uh, I worked at the parts department for a year. I washed cars for a year there and then, uh, I was wrenching on my own stuff. Good old-fashioned grassroots. Yes, sir. Yes, Y'all sir. kids hear that? For all the kids that's out there listening, man, there's nothing wrong with good old-fashioned grassroots. They call it interning. We call it grassroots. Yeah, you know put what your mean? foot in the door for sure. Getting your foot in the door. Yeah, and they saw me. I was wrenching on my own stuff, and I did a – I wanted to do an engine swap in my my green GTI, that I, the picture I sent you. Oh, okay. And uh, everyone there was t- kind of telling me, like, I don't know. Like, I don't think you can do it. You know, like, that's a lot of work. And I was like, well – I want it. I have to do it. My motor blew up. That was in it. So I ended up doing it. I ended up completing the motor swap. And then literally probably a month after that, I was, I was, so I was washing cars and I was going to school and I was going to college. I I don't really like school that much. You know, and most of us don't, you know what I'm saying? So you took, you took the ability to dig into something that you wanted to do. Mm Mm-hmm. Your back was against the wall. You had no motor. Mm-hmm, <laughs> so now sure. you can't get around. Yep. And you're going to do this swap that they said you couldn't do. Yeah. They were, I mean, I don't know if anyone said I couldn't, but they were kind of like, that's a lot of work. And, like, you know, the dealership, that's not really – they're not doing motor swaps at the dealership. No, they're not. They're, ladies and gentlemen, you heard that here first on Gears in the Rear. They're not doing motor swaps at dealerships. So <laughs> yeah. stop going there. A lot of dudes is pulling up, think that they're going to put an LS in a 1972 Cutlass. It's not going to happen. No, you're not going to go to Car Chevrolet and get that done. Absolutely not. Go ahead and tell them the rest of your story, my guy. So once I got it done and I drove it to drove it to work, uh, not that long after that, they offered, They just said, do you want a wrench? They offered me a position, like an entry-level position wrenching. So somebody saw your talent. Yeah. You pulled off what they what – some may perceive it's not done the right way or, or the car way. Mm-hmm. Swap the old mo- a new motor to an old body car mm-hmm. and got it up and going. Yeah, it was a little bit, I would say it's a little bit easier than that because it was, 
it was the same generation. Yeah, gotcha. you know, it'd be maybe like putting a big block in the small block car or something. Okay, okay. But, so it was a twenty four valve VR six in a one point eight T uh, car. So That's, there we go. Yeah. So I, and I did it, and um, they offered me. You know, you want to work in the shop, and that day I literally just stopped going to school. Oh, give it up for my guy! Give it up for my guy! Give it up for him. So that's kind of that's kind of how I started. So I mean, I literally stopped going to college like that day. I, I took it, I jumped, I did it, and I was fortunate enough um, to be brought up in that dealership, and I got to do a lot of um, Volkswagen Academy training, and um, which is basically dealer training. Absolutely. Like there's some in um, California, rent in Washington, where I did a lot of stuff. But so I kind of just I took as much of that in as I could. Like I made it to where they couldn't send me. You know, I was like, you don't even have to pay me. I'll just go. That's some, so you bet on yourself. I did. Give it up for my man betting on himself. Get up for Casey one more time. <laughs> Come <laughs> on, you, man. Way to bet on yourself. Way to bet on yourself. Again, man, you guys are hearing it at the podcast, Gears in the Rear. My guy bet on himself, became a Volkswagen gearhead. Yes, sir. Came up grassroots. Yeah. Did a swap. Yeah. Somebody saw your talent. You capitalized on your talent and you grew it from there. For sure. I wouldn't, I don't even know if I would call it a talent yet at that point. It was just, I wanted it done enough that, and I didn't have the money to pay someone to do it. So I just kind of had to do it. And, and then from there, I really just indulged in the shop and did as much training as I could. And, I kind of I grew through that dealership pretty quickly, which I'm super thankful for. Absolutely, and, and, then, they, and they gave you an opportunity. They saw something for in sure, you. For sure, they gave you an opportunity. Yeah. That's 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 dope. So let me ask you this: Have your family always been a Volkswagen guy, or that's just something you wanted to do? It was just me. No, I don't think any of my family's really. Maybe like my grandpa or something. Maybe has owned a bug at one point. You know, kind of everybody's owned a bug. It seems like. So we all seen Kirby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we all seen Kirby. Yeah. That's where that come from. You know yeah. what I mean? So no one had Volkswagens. I, I, like I said, I don't really know what really, and I've been thinking about it lately. I don't really know what drew me to Volkswagens. So what was the, what was your first car you were introduced to? Like that I owned personally? Not personally, but family wise. I, like I said, I think it would, um, like I said earlier, it, I think it's probably my dad's '56 Chevy. Chevy, y'all heard it again. Yeah, see so the group, he, see the connection. Yeah, yeah, see the yeah. connection. So he had a Hugger. I think it's a Hugger orange. It's a orange. I think it's like three on the tree. Okay. '56 Chevy. I don't know that. Don't quote me on that. But it, it was a '56 Chevy. It was orange, and he always talked about it. How much he loved it, and I think it was kind of a piece of junk. But <laughs> oh, so now you call it Chevy a piece of junk? No, 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 no. no, no. Oh, I yeah. think it was because he told me. <laughs> We had to give him the scary sound on that one. Because most of the time, you should have got this. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you should have got. You should have got the womp, womp, womp. But we gave you the scary sound on it. Those that don't understand, tell me what's three on the tree. Okay, so three on the tree is uh, it's a manual transmission, but you're shifting rather than on the floor like this. You're up You're up on the tree on the column right here like like your, you know, your normal American there's park another, reverse There's drive. another tip for you right there. There's another tip, you guys. Some of y'all just call a stick on the flow. We <laughs> call it, it's a shift on the flow. But if you ever hear three on the tree, it's a column. That's yeah. when you do your shifting from the column instead of the floor. Once again, man, give it up, man. My man KC dropping jewels again on gears in the rear. <laughs> I've actually never driven three on the tree. I've never driven manual on the column. Never have. I'd like to. This guy is young. 
Yeah. Yes. Let me tell you something. He must be young or he's had some really good cars yeah. back in the day. I mean, I'm telling you, everybody had a car that shit. I mean, well, unless you had a wagon, a lot of vans do mm-hmm. it. You know, a lot of the uh, family vehicles mm-hmm. give it to you on the column mm-hmm. for safety reasons and all some of that other old stuff. So, you know, that's just what they do. But let's get back to it, man. Let's get back to it about your cars, man. Let's talk about I'm excited to talk about your new little project. You left Volkswagen. Yeah. Um, you decide to jump into this new project. Tell us a little bit about your new yeah, project you're so jumping into. I still have like most of my cars are Volkswagen. Like I said, I I got I've got four Volkswagens at home, but uh ever since I bought my house, I I realized I needed a truck. I've always been in the truck. I've always been into trucks. Like my buddy in high school, he had one of those um, Indiana Pace Car Edition OBS okay. Chevys, yep. which yeah, yeah, yeah. first of all now are like worth their weight in gold. Yes, they are. And we he have, sold it. Come on now. Yeah, which sucks. But that's fifty, sixty thousand. He's sitting on right now. Them was a yeah, ticket right yeah, now. Right Them are going real heavy in the south. Yeah, they. That's. I was reading the other day that that was the most limited um, GM truck ever produced. Ever produced, which is crazy that he owned one. He had a unicorn. Yeah. Unfortunately, he sold it. We put, a, we put a cam in that and stuff, and it was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had a unicorn. Yeah. So um, so I still have Volkswagens, but I needed a truck with owning a house. I was tired of borrowing trucks. You know, I was kind of feeling useless a little bit. But um, so I was looking on Marketplace for trucks, um, and I wanted something cool. I didn't want just like an S10. I didn't want a Ranger. I've what? had some I've, S10. I've Do you know some, how much S10s is going for? They right are. Now? They are. They are. I wanted something bigger. Is what I'm saying. Okay. I wanted to be okay. able to. Okay. I wanted to be able to load it up, take it to the dump if I want. I know. I wanted a boat, which I have now. Okay. I wanted to tow a boat. I wanted to do stuff with it. Okay. Um. And I like I said, I owned a couple of Rangers in the past and. They didn't really do it for me. Okay, so they wasn't holding up. Once no. again, you got to go to what works. Chevy. Okay. Yeah, right, okay. right, right. So I ended up finding this um, 91 C1500 two-wheel drive OBS. Um, it's extra cab, standard bed. Like It's kind of like baby blue, wouldn't you say? It's yeah, yeah, light yeah. Light blue. Um, so that's the long bed. You got the long one. I think it is a long bed. It's a long bed. It, yeah, so it's the extra cab long bed. Um which later finds out some stuff's more difficult, which I found out. With that. And but so with the extra cab, that means you can get four people in there. Right, it's a double two. bench. Double bench. You get yeah. four people in there, a little comfortability for the driver if you need to slide back a little bit. Yeah, right, It's back right. not against the wall to solid glass. Right, right. So we're sure. framing the picture for you. We got you. You know, got my man from Malala, big farmer boy. He got the body, and he cannot <laughs> be cooped up. Yeah. <laughs> he can't be cooped up with the window right behind him. Uh-huh. We had to get a little leg space. Right, right, right. So we got the double no, I'm not cab. Doing this. Yeah, you're not yeah. you're not hugged up at the wheel sitting in your lap. You know for what sure, I mean? Stirring sure. like the little clown. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. I got you. So I found this truck um, on Marketplace in Goldendale, Washington, which that's a talk about farm Farmville. Oh my God! Here we go out there. But so. She wanted two grand for it. She said it had a battery draw, which, like, you know, whatever. So Surge. Could yeah. be something cheap. Yeah. So I, nuts I, and bolts, maybe said, tie something down, and right. now all of a sudden the battery works. Right. So she said it needed a battery. So I was like, uh, and I was, I think I messaged her within, like, 20 minutes of her posting it. And I was like, yeah, I want I want to come get it. Are you, like, are you serious? And how I many miles, whatever, it's only got, like, 150K on it. Oh, so still damn near brand new truck. Yeah, and I Carfaxed it, and it's been in Goldendale. For since 91. So it's a brand life. new truck. 
It it is. It's, it, it has it's, less than it has less than one hundred fifty thousand miles. Yeah, it did. It ha- it's got like one fifty two now. So one fifty two now. It's nineteen ninety one. Nineteen ninety one. Yep. And then so she is technically the second owner. Her dad owned it. Come on time. now, it's a brand new truck. It is, it, it, and it needs some like the paint. Is, it's been sitting outside since ninety one. Motor so. wise, motor it's wise, a brand new yeah, truck. It runs good. And you it, get another hundred. You get another hundred fifty, two hundred thousand miles out of that. Yeah, easy, probably. Yeah, and so, and I was kind of nervous because I just went with a battery. I bought a battery, took it out there, went all, and that's like I don't know, two two hours away. Two hours away, maybe even more. I don't know, but so about forty dollars in gas. Yeah, eighty nine dollar battery. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And I went up there not knowing anything about it, but it was, it was worth taking the risk for because I couldn't really get in one of those trucks for any less than that. Nothing less than 2000, man, especially double cab. Yeah. With enough space. For sure. Come on now. Talk to me. Talk to me. So I went up there, me and my girl, and I threw a battery in it and started right up. Look at that. Fired up better than brand new She said she hadn't started in a long time, which was cool. And so I just said, all right, well, here's the money and I'll, I'll take it. So that's the story of that. And it drove home. It drove home all the way the, the long trip from Goldendale to Malala. And, you know, it's been making dump runs and towing the boat and okay, doing so everything since. So, so they did everything you need, but now we got to get to the nitty gritty. Right. So didn't like the heartbeat that was in it. It was, right. there was a brand new heartbeat. You, right. So now we got a transplant. Yeah. So it's got a 350 small block TBI in it, which is the throttle body injection, which is. I mean, for honestly, it runs good and it works, but it's super inefficient, oh. and you you can't you 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 have to do a lot of work to even try and get any sort of power out of it, right? And um, so I think when did I do it? It's probably like a year year ago now. I I um, so it wasn't even a year ago. I um, I did drop knuckles and lowering springs. Okay, up front. Upgraded a little bit, put yeah. a little beef to it, yeah, trying to get it right, trying right. to get it right. I did an axle flip in the rear, okay. notch, notch the frame. Um, you know, so you're getting this bad boy all cooked up and ready. I like to. It's kind of my MO. I, I kind of mess with everything. I don't really leave anything alone. Oh, so that, that's the type of guy we need. We yeah. need somebody that knows how to tinker and doink and do a little thing because right. everybody's doing that to their cars these days. For sure. A lot of guys is notching old school frames. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get them so they can get the bigger tires in the For back. Sure. So they can burn more rubber, you yep. know what I'm saying? The bigger the lip, the better. Yep, like I kind of don't, yeah, yeah, I kind of don't agree with having a 12 inch lip on a yeah. old school, but yeah, to right. each his own. Right, They're starting right, to right. do it more to the trucks. For sure, starting to become the fab. For sure. So I'm not too, uh, not too happy with that. But you know, that's just what it do. But you know, give me a second here. Right about now, it's about that time. I got to pay some bills. Let me get back to you in just one second here. Collisions, scratches, bodywork, general repairs, car accidents happen. Avoid the headaches with Gresham Collision Center. We'll work directly with your insurance company and get your car up and running like new. Book your appointment today at Gresham Collision Center, 150 Northeast Kelly Avenue in Gresham, Oregon, 97030. Hey, we back from paying bills again. It's your boy Mel P. Got my guy KC sitting over here to the right of me. We talking gears in the rear. Where we left off at is he had a 91 truck. He did notch the frame. He did some different things to it, trying to get the heartbeat right. But now he doesn't like that heart. So guess what? The tin man has to go get a new one. Yes. <laughs> Let's talk about the new heart he didn't win. Got it. Ladies and gentlemen, Volkswagen has stepped his way up into what new motor are we doing now? I am swapping an LQ96 liter into Ooh, the truck. 
give it up for that LQ96 leader. Y'all hear that? He's going with a new heartbeat. Yes, sir. So I was, you know, I was researching like because I know I wanted to go out like I like we talked before. We were talking about the sniper, um, kind of the bolt-on four-barrel um, fuel injection, and that was kind of something that I was thinking about doing, converting that TBI 350. You know, so like a lot, a in case a lot of y'all don't know, my my podcast folks, my gears in the rear people. He had a carburetor motor. There's now new technology that will allow you to put snipers on them or what is called EFI systems. These systems are connected to where the carburetor would go to give you that fuel-injected feel where now you just turn it the key and now you're into new technology. Everybody is trying to switch their cars out into doing that. It just gives you a better feel. You don't smell like you're smelling gas the whole time. For sure, for sure. And it's it's pretty cool. And the, the tunability is there. You don't necessarily have to rejet the carb or or um you know adjust the carb all the time or have to go bigger carburetor they flow quite a bit of fuel and you can make pretty dumb power with them from um, understand and everybody knows we'd like to burn rubber yes sir please believe we're gonna have the rubber sound on here soon we will be hauling ass on gears in the rear in case y'all didn't know for sure so uh yeah so i knew i was kind of thinking about doing that but i realized i wasn't gonna get the power i wanted and i was kind of worried like you know, I'm kind of Frankensteining it a little bit. And I, that's not kind of what I, I decided that's not what I wanted to do because it was going to cost the same amount of money um, to LS swap it Okay. from what I was looking at. And, you know, if you bought like a crate engine, that's obviously not going to be the the best bang for the buck. So I ended up finding a um, 2002 Escalade. Oh, hold on, ladies and gentlemen, listen to this. Here's a He's getting ready to give you a tip that's been going on across the country. That everybody's doing. He's getting ready to give you a tip. Tell him what you did. So I bought a 2002 um, Cadillac Escalade from a coworker. Uh, he sold it to me for pretty cheap. I bought it for 2,500 bucks. Um, it does have a lot of miles on it, and that's pretty standard with any of these like early 2000s LS cars or trucks. And this is why people are choosing GMC and going with Chevy. Yeah. Talk to them. So uh, it it's got a ton of miles on it, but it ran good. Ran good. I, dro- I actually drove it for a while. We drove it for a couple months, but um, I bought I bought that from him, and then I decided, all right, it's time to start partnering out, and oh, trying to make some of my money back. So now you're making your money back. You get the Escalade for the two piece. Mm-hmm. You, you drove it around for a little bit. Yep. You got yeah, a little bit of yep. your money out of it. You know, you're getting the feel for the motor. You're getting the feel for what's going on. Sure. What you paid your money for. Now what are we doing? So now I'm starting to part it. I, I posted on Marketplace. Um, you know, basically just Cadillac Escalade part out. Um, and the interior was really nice in the truck. So it kind of sold itself. And like I told you earlier, a lot of people are trying to make their Yukons and their Suburbans and their Tahoes. And come their, on now. And their Silverado's come better. on now. It's 2021, man. We want that new plush. Yes, sir. In old stuff. Right. So um, people bought it up pretty quick. I mean, I literally. I could show you a picture of it later. It's I mean, like man, the, hell, I would have brought it, man. Come on, I got yeah. an old school, man. I know dudes that's got donks that mm-hmm. they put in Cadillac CTS interior. For sure. Into old school donks. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and I'm all They about swapping it. dashboards these days. That, I mean, yeah. people's taking dashes out of cars and putting them in old schools. That's what I wanted to do in my truck. I wanted to put those seats in the dash and make, like, the heated seats and everything work. But Uh-oh, I realized, look at him. Look but at I realized him. That, that now I'm just... Uh, totally upside down in it right now i mean now i'm now i'm just you know there's money to be made parting it out and that's in with 
with my budget and with what I wanted to do with the truck, I just had to like I had to reel it in a little bit. I so had to once again, stuff. you heard it here first. I told you on Gears in the Rear, we're gonna show you how to do stuff on a dime. You heard what he said? That was above his budget. So he had to stick to what he was doing. He parted his car out. He got partial of his money back. And now we playing with some different stuff, right? Yeah, for sure. Talk so, to him. Tell me what we got going on. What you doing to the motor and stuff now? So the motor's out. The car is pretty much down to nothing. Like it's gonna go to scrap next, probably next week. Which is some scrapped. more money. Which in case y'all didn't know, yeah, it's more money. So I think I'll break just even. I think it'll almost be basically free. But like I told you, I bought, I bought a T fifty six with the clutch setup and everything. So. Uh-oh. So the truck's Uh-oh. gonna be six speed, which is gonna be cool. Uh oh. Yeah. So So the new heartbeat is gonna be a little it's gonna yeah. beat a little faster. Yeah, so the Escalade was I was able to fund the transmission I really wanted. Okay. I was gonna have to build the four L sixty that was in it and and I honestly I don't know how to I've never rebuilt an auto trans. I, I've messed with auto transmissions, I've done valve bodies and diagnosis and stuff, but I've never Volkswagen uh, my background is Volkswagen Audi. We didn't rebuild transmissions. Gotcha. If it needs a trans, you're getting a new one. See, you're getting a new one. That's 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 it. Plug and play. Let's go. Yeah, and you know, it's just not. It's almost not worth the time because even good transmission guys, you put it in, and there's a chance that something's still wrong. So, would you say so? Now, when you're talking about the Chevy thing, and we're gonna get somebody up here to talk about transmissions and stuff like that too. Gears in the rear gonna bring you a little bit of everything, baby. But they say the 4080E is the bulletproof of all transmissions. That's what I'm hearing. That's what I'm hearing. Say that 4080E, if you even the blind squirrel can make it right. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And and that and that's what I've been reading too because it was a 4L60 that was in the Cadillac, and you know people sell a ton of parts for the 4L60. People build 4L60s and sell them, you know, in a box built. But people yeah, I've are saying, seen 4 I've seen 4L60s go for 750. Yeah, I know one right now that's got some bells and whistles, got all the stones you need for mm. under a thousand. Yeah, and I and I heard like I heard they're great, but I've heard like you said the four L eighties kind of the it's taken over. I think from yeah. my understanding, from my reading and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So again, man, like I said, man, I got a technician up here with you guys. We're gonna have a segment where you can call in and ask some questions, or you can tile in. Or you can type in and give us some questions, and we'll be able to answer them. That's coming to you some shows near you. This will not be Casey's last time up here. Again, it's Gears in the Rear with the podcast. We're talking about the new heartbeat. We're talking about he putting that new joint in with the six-speed. So he's going stick on the floor again. Yes, sir. So he's about to have an ass swinging a little bit. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay, okay. So what you got to do, You got anything you got to do to the rear end, anything you got to do outside the top side, what you looking at, how he can plan on beefing the motor up, right. what are we looking to do? So – I think I don't know how long the rear end's going to stay in it. It's got a it's got a the stock ten bolt, so I'd like to probably just go through that and put a limited slip diff in it, uh, like a true track, like you're talking about. Um, I'll probably have to get the drive line rebuilt because this is when I said that the extra cab was kind of a lot of work earlier. Yeah. So that truck, since it's longer than the the um, the short box single cab, yeah. It um, has a two-piece drive shaft, so it's got a Ooh, yeah. So yeah, it's got so a, that knuckle was sitting real different. Yeah, so like when I lowered it, I ended up having to change the pinion angle with some shims on the on the axle and stuff. But so I'm gonna have to get that rebuilt because I guarantee that that center support bearing is gonna just absolutely shred. Yeah, you yeah. might as well put it back up and just get you a long, strong drive line. Yeah, I think I might go do with that the regular too. one long drive yeah. line. We might see how long it lasts. Uh oh, see. 
See, you got to do what you got to do on the dime, man. Let's make sure you know. My man KC is staying in his pay grade. Yeah, for sure. In case you didn't know, he's not blowing the bag on something weird. He's staying in his pay grade. Talk to him. I'm trying at least. But uh, <laughs> so the T56, I mean, that's pretty much like that's just throw it in and go. Um, but my the motor, like I said, it's got a lot of miles on it. It's got 287,000 miles on it. Man, but it's GMC. Yeah, man. and it, like I said, it Once ran you great. clean it up. Yeah. Get him all sparkled and darkled. Yeah. Put a little bit more inside of him. Yeah, for Get sure. Get him that different cam you was talking about. Put some heads on him. Yeah, so I think I think right now we'll probably run the stock heads. Um, but I'm going to put a big cam in it, um, which, you know, I got to weigh my options there. But I'm going to go through, do the valve train, the trunnion upgrades on the, um, the, the rockers. And then um, I'm probably going to, like, completely rebuild it. Like I said, I'm going to pull the rods and pistons out. I'm going to re-ring it. Uh, all new up. bearings and I just, like I said, I wanted to go in and so I want to stay in. So the Tin Man is gonna put a whole new heartbeat in there, you guys, and it's gonna be thumping. Yes, sir. So now that we're getting this done and we're talking about the motor and everything else, you're gonna put some rims on it. We're gonna try to button it up. What are we gonna do? Your but paint job, what are we gonna do? Right. So eventually I I'd like some like super because kind of like what I'm going with the truck is like I've got right now it's got the C four Corvette saw blades on it. Um, and I'm kind of going for that nineties hot rod look, um, uh, so in I, the nineties world, yeah, in the nineties so, world So paint would be cool one day. It needs paint. Like it's, it's pretty, it's sun faded on the roof and stuff, but it's really straight. Like it's not going to need too much. You don't want to go work. with that 91 patina look. You don't want right. to well, go. It's with almost not look. old enough, right? No, like it's, it's almost, not. It's, it's not an old So school, it looks right? more kind of clapper than it does <laughs> like patina. You can't get away with a patina with a 91. You can't, you, you can't get away with patina with a 91. So, you got to do like my boy Vern say, you got to put some paint where it ain't. Yeah, you know it, right? for sure. For sure. And it, there's some clear coat gone. Like it's not <laughs> there anymore. So right, right, right. So paint would be cool. Um, I'd like honestly some like cool like welds like drag pack setup would be pretty cool. Um, Look at you on a long bed. Yeah. So the, yeah, right. Exactly. And then you know, always clean it up. But I I really like the height where it's at now, um, and I still want to use it. Like I'm still gonna have, you know if I gotta get a couch. The, the truck's going to go get the couch. I know? heard that. So 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 be be careful if the furniture man pulls up doing 70 yeah. and then he rips off yeah. burning rubber with, with the wheels locking up with right. the couch. And the, yeah, because it'll probably the... be a while until I can afford the brake, so it won't be able to stop. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, man, you're on Gears in the Rear with your boy Mel P and KC. We got to talking a lot, man. Today we kind of went over some stuff. We talked about, you know, his family first love was a – Chevy, he veered off the pack and went to, uh, he, he veered off the pack and he jumped to, uh, I'm losing my chain of thought here, Volkswagen. That, that's how bad it was. But he started <laughs> from grassroots. He came from a little bit of, he went to college a little bit, figured out that wasn't him. He became a wrench guy, figured it out, got in there, made a niche for himself, and now he's back on the Chevy track. He's building his truck. He's got connections. He's got different things that he knows about. Can you give out your IG? Yeah, for sure. My uh, my Instagram is Rourke Casey. That's my last name first, and then my my first name last. It's R O U R K E C A S E Y. That's my Instagram. That's his Instagram. You guys got it. Follow him on his IG. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, we're gonna get some more information from him. Make sure we get his list now. He will be a contact that will happen. He'll be back up here. We're gonna talk more about his build and then see where he's at in a couple of months and check sure. him out and. 
you know, then definitely check out some of these Volkswagens because I got a guy named Jeff Stone. He's a Beetle guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I got a guy who loves Beetles and, you know, he's a Volkswagen guy. We got some Volkswagen listeners that's out there that may sure. have some questions about, you know, some different parts or how to do this or how yeah, to do I'm that. Yeah, I'm down to answer anything, too. Absolutely. So, again, we're going to have KC back on, man, and, you know, look forward to what we got moving on in the future. KC, you got anything left you want to leave the audience? Anything you want to I don't think so, with? man. I just want to appreciate I appreciate you uh, having me on. It's pretty cool. Like I said, I've never done anything like this, and I had a really good time. So, Man, I appreciate you coming to take the challenge, man. A lot of people scared to get up here in this booth, and all we're doing is talking about cars. Yeah, why man. not? We're just talking about cars, yeah. man. Two good old dudes with a passion that we share, and that's cars. Once again, we're going to be gearheads. I'm going to pick his brain a little bit more so I can figure out what to do because I got an old school, and I'm trying to work on it. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, most folks don't know I got a 72 Cutlass Fastback. It's got that 455 big block. Yes, sir. Maybe we can figure out me helping you with that uh, sniper install. Ooh, y'all hear it? Y'all heard that. We're going to take him up on it. Let's get an applause for that. <laughs> yeah, we're going we gonna to take him up on that, man. But, again, brought to you by Gears in the Rear. Appreciate you. We got to get out of here, y'all. Thank you. Signing off. Thank you.